Father, we thank you this Lord, I thank you. I trust you will make your mind known. You will make your mind for this meeting known. I yield to you, Holy Spirit. I can of myself do nothing. I come with brokenness and trembling. Even here, as I am seated, is with much fear and much trembling. I ask for help. I ask for help. I ask for grace to yield as I ought to. I ask for grace to yield as I ought to. I pray for grace. Help me. And I pray for everyone that is listening tonight that they will not hear me. Not me, but they will hear you. I'm asking that you will speak. Just use these vocal cords. Just use this heart. Just use this mind. Just use this body. Just use my spirit. I'm yours. I ask just use. Flow. Living water. Just flow. Thank you. Thank you. I pray for spirit of wisdom and understanding to rest upon everyone in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ha 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 
spirit for that help. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I know the first um, tongues that I spoke was a message. If I started laughing, that was before I prayed. Did you get it? But I think I got what it was saying. And I'll just try. I think it's a direction, really. I think I'll just trust God to follow it. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I, what, I, what I was hearing in my spirit was Tabaret. 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 Amen. This is an awesome topic. To be candid, it's a topic that I don't even know how to, you know, one doesn't even know how to get into it. I think it's showing something. It's showing something. I just trust God for understanding to be able to get into it. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, the excellent way of love. The excellent way of love. I... One will say that, like uh, Femi said, we don't actually understand what love is. We don't actually understand what love is. Our definition of love is definition of love that darkness. You know, when you define something with darkness, like Paul said, when I was a child, I thought like a child. Meaning I resigned like a child. And not only did I resign like a child, I also spake like a child. So I won't speak above my reasoning. Meaning what I understand and what I think, even that thoughts, because thoughts are fed. They feed you with thoughts. Thoughts are things in the spirit. When you read Isaiah, I say, my ways are not your ways, neither my thoughts your thoughts. As the heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So, um... What God is simply saying is that the thoughts you as a man can assess can only be at a particular level that as a man you can't reason. As mankind, I want you to understand, in all our definitions, as mankind, as man, fallen man, after the fall, our reasoning, what our thought is able to pick 
which will also inform what we speak. Because he said, when I was a child, I thought like a child, meaning I reasoned like a child. I was able to pick thoughts that was at a childish level, and then I speak like a child. So it's what I pick that I will speak. Now, even that thought, when, when I said at, at the fall or when man fell, man could not even think above the face of the covering cast. Now, that word face of the covering cast is actually like the server that feeds the realm of man's thoughts. I want you to understand that. It's like the server that feeds the realm of the falling mantle. So when you're talking about carnality, carnality is a thought. Carnality is a thought. The reason why it's difficult for man to break away from it. Have you ever wondered it's difficult? How difficult until you began to hear Christ? And not even the day you began to hear Christ. You need to hear Christ over a long period of time to be able to even begin to, you know, for the chain and the, you know, the, the chain and the manacles of, 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 of carnality to begin to break. Even I that is talking to you right now, I can't say that I am fully free from carnality. So the thing is deep, deep inside. Now, the, besides the fact that it's, it, it, formed, it formed a nature, yes, it formed a kind of nature because it's a work that was done. But how did it come? It came as a result of thoughts. So when he said, my ways are not your ways, God was seeing how man thinks. And what feeds the thoughts of man. But, you know, one of the things that gladdens my heart is that You can think the thoughts of God. That is the redemption. That is the redemption we have. That a man can, a man who was thinking of money, thinking of job, thinking of needs, thinking fornication, thinking all these, you know, all these kind of thoughts can one day think eternal life. Can begin to think the thought of God, meaning he will begin to reason at the level where he will be able to pick. I don't know, something will happen to you, be able to pick the frequency of God. You don't know eternal life is a thought, it's a thought from a higher server. That if a, the same way carnality is a thought, that you pick, you pick those thoughts. And then it forms a nature within you that puts you at a particular level. You can take the thoughts of God and think the thoughts of God. And thoughts of God will be coming and as it's coming, one day it will yank you out. You just discover that right now my thoughts are no more here. My thoughts, you know, I, I, I also used to challenge, you know, some of, I said, you know, you know how difficult it is for you to meditate. For you to meditate God's word, you must have, that mind must have to, you must have exercised it. I don't see anybody who just, you know, meditates. It's, it's, it's something you must have exercised 
That's why, in, you know, those days of, uh, of, of uh, word of faith, one of the things Hagen taught us was meditate on God's word. I believe those things we are not just because of that word of faith. It's to make us exercise. Our mind needs to be exercised. For you to even meditate. For you to meditate. For you to meditate. Because you know you need to meditate. He said meditate on these things. Paul was telling Timothy meditate on these things. Give yourself only to it. Meditate on it so that your profiting will appear. You need to meditate. But you know it, 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 that, that word of faith exercised us. Or helped us to exercise. Because there is that which we must meditate upon. There is that which we must meditate upon. We must be able to take the thoughts of God and then meditate on it until it crystallizes to become a nature within us. And once it's a nature in us, it will be easier for us to pick. That's why you need... By the time you, you, the, the thoughts of Christ are coming, when the thoughts of Christ are coming, it's to do something to you. It will deliver. That's how Christ will be formed in your heart by faith. Christ will be formed in your heart, then you just discover that that, 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 that that my thinking capacity that was carnal, something has just happened to it. It's easy for me to pick the thoughts of God. It's easy for me to pick high thoughts. It's easy for me, it's easy when in, maybe I, I will have to struggle with a carnal thought for, maybe say, maybe like one week, struggling with it to divulge it. I discovered that as it's coming, I'm seeing those thoughts, those carnal thoughts. I know how to dodge it. I know how to catch it and put it in the trash, spiritual trash can. I know how to dodge it. You know, I, I'm seeing when I, I these days, I, I just said and I say, I know you, I know, keep coming, keep coming. I know you, you can't hide anymore from me. I know you, I know how you, I, I know how subtle you are. So you see, when, we, when we're talking about love, love is something that is beyond our comprehension. Love, excellent love is coming from the excellent realm. What will enable us to understand the excellent love are thoughts from the excellent realm. From the excellent realm. There's a realm that is excellent. That's the realm of God. That's the excellent realm. There are thoughts that, are, that can come from there. We can assess those thoughts. So I looked at it and I said, then it means that the essence of love, the essence of love is to turn us into spirits. The essence of love, now that's just, because this is manifold, is manifold. Just one side of it. One, one, the essence is to turn us into spirits. To turn us into spirits. I remember those days. I remember the first time I heard it, it was from mommy. Uh, I think it was Kenneth Copeland that wrote a book. Uh, supernatural. Uh, walking in the supernatural. Walking in the supernatural. You know... We, we are younger those days. When you are working in the supernatural, wow. We are young boys looking for anointing everywhere. 
And we are ready to pay any price for the anointing. How many of us did that? You are ready to pay any price for the anointing. If it's fasting, we are ready to fast. If it is whatever it is we need to do, go to the uh, seven days dry, go to the mountain and all of that. But we just wanted the anointing. I remember those days I, went, I saw um, uh, authority, you know, that's authority written by Watchman Nee. The, that, the time I saw it, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know. I, I thought it was a, about anointing. So I bought it. I read chapter 1, chapter 2. I said, this is not what I'm looking for. <laughs> Spiritual authority, yeah. I said, this is not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for anointing. Because what he was talking about was completely alien to me. I pray, praise God. Because we are looking for anointing. And so, when you hear that word, walking in the supernatural, the first thing that comes into your mind is how to walk through the wall. How to walk on the water. How to, you know, in all those kind of things, those manifestations. But mommy told us then that Kenneth Copeland actually talked about love work. From the beginning to the end of the book was love work. I'm sure a young person like me who does not understand the things of the spirit the way we understand it, will see that book and say, this is nonsense. It's not what I'm looking for. I want supernatural. I want supernatural. That is the supernatural. That is the supernatural. But you know, you won't see it as supernatural. You, you, what we actually call supernatural is spectacular. What can show? You know that show for that's carnality. That's the carnality. Are you see where carnality? Carnality can be a preacher. Carnality can hide in preaching. Carnality can be a minister. Carnality can carry anointing. And still be looking for more anointing. But it was it just took time to paint love and love. And love. So I say that the essence of love is to make us spirits. I love that place in the book of, I think that's Psalm 104. Let's just look at it. Psalm 104. Um, uh, 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 Hebrews also quoted it, but let's look at Psalm 104 from where Paul quoted Psalm 104. Let me read from verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty, who coverest thyself with light as with a garment, who stretched out the heavens like a curtain, who layeth the beams of, the, of his chambers in the waters, who maketh the clouds his chariot, who walketh upon the wings of the wind. You know, when you look at this, you're seeing supernatural, right? But there is something that caused it. But let, let me just take verse 4. Um, I love that. Who maketh his angels spirits. 
who maketh his angels spirits, his ministers flames of fire. Now, um, I love that who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers flame of fire or flaming fire. He makes his angels spirits. Now, but like I said, when you read that, you'll see the, you know, he stretched forth the curtain, he did this one, he did that one. But one of the very, very key verse here is that he maketh. He makes. Now, when it comes to the supernatural, when it comes to maybe what, like, let's look at the spectacular because we need to divide this thing very well so that you understand what is, what we understand to be supernatural is show what you can see, what will wow people. Now, I used to say this, what we call miracles to angels is normal. It's normal. You remember that angel that comes to trouble the water? Daddy said that angel used to come and just bait. You know, I perceive it must be a feather kind of angel. And then he has been flying, you know, trying to do the bidding of the Lord. And then one time he, would, you know, he has the privilege of going to just shower. And then they allowed him to come to that one, that pool. And then he just comes, and when he enters there and just, you know, just baits and, you know, shakes himself and then rises. The first person to enter gets healed. So the dust, where they angel body, when one wash out, <clears throat> I don't know if you're understanding what I'm saying. The dirty way in one wash out has healing power. But somebody said, give me that healing power. Give me that. And, and God is saying, no, it's not the healing power. Let me make you. It's the making. So when, 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 when he, when you're seeing what is coming out. It's not what is coming out that should fascinate you. It's the formation. I want to form you. I want to also make you spirit. Who maketh his angel spirit. Now, you know, uh, we've, we've learned so much about, because you, you just, the, the, the psalm before this 104 is Psalm 103. Towards the end, it was saying, Bless the Lord, all ye, uh, all ye his angels. So you can see these angels are the ones that are referred to as spirit. All ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandment, hearkening to the, unto the voice of his word. Now, you can see that these are, Spirits. These are spirits. If you go to the book of John, first John, first John chapter four, it said, God is love. God is love. God is love. There are, in, in the book of first John, there are two things that you know um, that this, they directly say God is. You know, they didn't say God is like love. Mm -mm. Categorically, God is love. They are talking about his 
inward formation. His inward configuration. God is love. It's not God is like love. Another word you find also in 1 John chapter 1. He said, God, this is the message that we have heard of him and declare unto you categorically that God is light. God is light. So there is defining the essence of his being. He is light and he is love. Let's, let's match the two together. That light is actually love. That love is light. When you hear God is light, light. The light that God is, is spirit. God is the highest spirit. That is why he is in the realm of excellent love. Because he is excellent in spirit. He is excellent. He is the highest form of spirit. Because he can, he has love that no other being has. But you see, while he was making angels, he was using angels to actually teach us. Because he had to teach us. If we want to really understand God's realm, we have to understand, you know, we've heard it several times from the school of the spirit. For you to understand God's, God's dimension, what he did was that he rolled out the heavens, the present heavens for us to study. I want you to understand all of the heaven. You know, the Bible said the heaven of the heavens is the Lord thy God. Now, all of those realms are realms of love. All of heavens works in all the places of his dominion is a realm of love. But is, a, is love at a level. Flames of fire are also realms of love. But is love at a level. Then, Realm of angels, that is cherubims, that they are also realms of love. When you meet these beings, you will see love. They are love, thank you mommy, they are love beings. They are love beings. Very lovely, very lovely. Very lovely. That's who they are. So when you hear, who maketh his angel spirit? So that thing called spirit is actually love. He makes his angels love. So looking at that, you can now understand the one who gave us definition of love is the fallen one. He used to be love at a very high level. But he now fell. Imagine that height of love Falling, the hatred will be the same. Man doesn't even know what is called hatred. We don't know what is called hatred. We don't know what is called hatred. And then you need to understand it. When John begins to say, he that hated his brother is a murderer. 
You don't, you don't understand the magnitude of what they are saying. He that hated his brother is a murderer. He that we, and we know that no murderer has eternal life dwelling in him, <laughs> abiding in him. Is there another place to say he that hated his brother is in darkness up till now. Now, imagine this person is a brother. He's a brother in the church of John. You know the church of John was higher than the church of Paul. Church of John was Patmos church. Just understand what I'm saying. Because why is, when I say it's higher, higher in the sense of what is being unveiled. Allocation of meal and also dispensation wise. What is being given, what is being dispensed. Amen. Was higher than the church of Paul. Church of Paul was also a church of love. Oh my God. That, that that's, uh, we'll get into, maybe we'll touch it a little bit. First Corinthians chapter 13. That church, that church is a terrific church. If we have churches like that, I think, I, I tell you, we would have made, we'll make a lot of progress. But how come somebody in the church of John, because you see, what I'm saying is that if it was not something that is possible, then John wouldn't have, by the spirit, begin to talk about it. He that hated his brother. So, is a brother hating a brother. So, I, I now ask the question, how can someone still have hatred at this level? So, in other words, it means we don't understand what hatred is. It will take excellent love to estray what is called hatred. We don't know. The definition we even have right now is, has, is, is so low that there is no way we'll understand what is called hatred. Neither do we understand what is called love. But like I said, it will take excellent, excellent love to unveil what is called hatred. He that said he is in light and hated his brother is in darkness till now. So like I said, just follow me. Just piecing the thoughts together. When he was making angels, he was making love beings. All of them with no exception. There was none of them that harbored hatred. That God, God didn't, in him is no darkness at all. In him is no darkness at all. Of course, he did make them love beings at various levels. And by reason of their nature, because when he was making them, he was giving them a nature, they have a level of love they can exude. They have a level of love they can generate. They have a level of love they can give. I don't know if you're following what I'm saying. Now, in, in, can you give me uh, John, I think John chapter 5. John chapter 5, verse uh, the 45, 45. Just give me, give me from 41. Let's see. From 41. 
40, 40 from 40. Let's read from 40 so that you can. Okay. It said, search the scriptures for 39. For in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. And ye will not come to me that ye may have life. Two things were mentioned here, eternal life. The other one was life. So you search the scriptures. You're looking for something in the scriptures because in it you think you have eternal life, but they actually testify of me that is come to show you. Amen. That is come to show you something. I, I, I came to show you life because you need to have life to get eternal life. They are the things that testify of me, but you not come to me so that you'll have life. Then go further. I receive not honor from men. But I know you. I want you to watch this. It was the Lord talking to them. I know you that ye have not the love of God in you. Are you seeing it? You have not the love of God in you. So the reason why you seek to kill me because that was the argument there. They sought to kill him. The reason why you seek to kill me is because you don't have... There is something that is in you. What actually is in you is hatred. Yeah. Now, I want to say this. The reason why I brought this out is that you don't know how much, even for us, you are still veiled from the level of enmity. Femi was calling it enmity. The level, you don't know the level of enmity you have. Against God. Is that enmity you have against God that will make you hate your brother? Because he that loved he that begat should also love he that is begotten. Ah, you didn't get that. So it means if I say I love God, then I should love my brother. But you see, as long as the enmity is there, you don't know how much enmity you're veiled because if you understand or if your eyes is unveiled and you understand the level of enmity that is in you, enmity against God. Enmity against God. is from that enmity, from that pouch that hatred comes from. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I get you offended. I'm sorry. But until we encounter Christ fully, that enmity is still there. What I'm saying, encounter Christ fully, until we come to the fullness of Christ. Is that fullness of Christ that is called perfect love, casted away fear, for fear has torment. Can, can you give me that scripture briefly so that we'll continue? First John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear had torment. Fear has torment. Fear has torment. 
Uh, I want to use this word. Fear has thing. Fear has thing. What makes fear strong is that it has a poison in its secrets from time to time. And where does it secrete that poison? In our hearts. That's why we need, the, we, we need to walk to the place where the love of God will be shared abroad in our heart. It's not the day we got born again. It's not the day we got born again that the love of God is shared abroad in our heart. We need to walk and walk and walk to the place where the love of God is shared abroad. That love being shared abroad in our heart is what is dealing with that thing of hatred. Because it's from there it will sting. It will sting your heart. When it stings your heart, your heart, you know, when somebody says your heart is poisoned. I feel bad. You know, sometimes you just discover, I, I hate, or I'm feeling resentment, or I'm just feeling something. Let me not use the word hate, because it's, 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 it will sound heavy, but all of them are hate. They are all hatred in different levels. Just like you have love in different levels. Uh, you need to call it what it is. They call it resentment. You don't discover, I'm just resenting this brother. The way I'm supposed to respond, I'm supposed to respond in, I'm supposed to respond in love. I'm supposed to respond in love at the level that, I would say the level that God is expected of me at that particular level, but I'm not able to respond. I find myself weak in responding Sting. Sting. Something is stinging my heart. Pouring out something in my heart. Have you ever just resented someone for no reason? For no reason. Now, I mean, of course, I'm not talking about infirmities. We all have infirmities, don't we? We all have infirmities, but I'm just talking, the person has not done anything particularly to you within that season, but you just, something in your heart is not just. When, when it comes to that person, the, your response is not what, is not fervent. It's not a fervent love. Something is, something is wrong. It is that thing, that torment. That torment. So, Fear has torment. Now, fear works with hatred. I want you to, just like faith works with love. I don't know whether you understand me. Faith works by love. The opposite of faith is fear. The opposite of Love is hatred. I don't know. Are you following it now? So what, 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 what fear needs, I mean, what hatred needs is fear. You know, right now there's a whole lot of riot going on in America. Hate speech, this one, that one, and you know, militia, you know. So one day I was explaining to someone, I said, you know, you know what actually brought the suppression of the black race? 
I'm sorry. I'm, I know I'm on, on, the, on the net, but I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it the way it is. Amen. 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 Don't be angry with me. It's fear. The white man is naturally afraid of the black man. It's fear. It's fear because he feels these guys, I don't, the, the way your color is, <laughs> the way your color is, I can't see through it. If he's a white man, at least I, I know his, his color is transparent. So I know, I'm not saying it's transparent that he does not have any guy, but I, I know how he thinks. But you know when you see a black man, you don't know how he thinks. Just the same way a black man will see a white man, He's reasoning. You know, there's, there's a way they reason. There's a way you reason. There's a way, you know, these different races. That, that's the reason for the dichotomy. Because I, he, I, I'm comfortable with Pastor Thompson because I understand how he thinks. Yeah. Why, why we are all from Nigeria. If I meet a Chinese. Uh, I, I'm not free to give. I'm not free to release myself because it's only in Christ. That that enmity is removed. Gradually, ma. It's not even at once. It's gradually. So I'm not able to relate with him as I ought to because Chinese, you know. And then you've heard so many things. You've heard so many things. When you say Japanese, you know, you can't break... It's like you can't break through into... Basically, the challenge is that issue of fear. Fear is what hatred is riding on. That's what fuels it. Just like love works... I mean, faith works by love. The same way, fear works by hatred. He uses hatred to ride. So what, what you're, when you're seeing hatred, there's fear. There is fear underneath. And that fear has torment. And that is what Christ is there to deal with. So when he deals with it, he now says, Perfect love casteth, casteth, casteth out fear. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. He's not made. If he still has fear, then it means he, is, he has not been made perfect in love. He needs to be made perfect in love to be able to escape the torment, to be able to escape the poison that, you know, that, that, that thing excretes in the heart that makes me fear and, I, and I, I'm not able to. I don't know if you're following what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So he told them there in John, he said, he said, you don't have the love of God in you. That's why you want to kill me. That's why you're going about wanting to kill me because you don't have the love of God in you. What I'm actually interested there is that the love of God in you. The love of God in you. Now, I want us to go down a little bit also so that we can comprehend this. Now, this excellent realm or this excellent love, amen, amen, is not just... I love the way uh, 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 um, Femi, you know, talked about it. But it is, is also, or is more than just loving God. You can't love God. <laughs> you can't love God. 
You don't understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying we will not love God. We will, but you can't just love God like that. You know, he was painting the picture because the guy comes to church very early. He does all the things that he is required of him to do. You know, he sings in the church and he sings fine. Then, you know, ordinarily, somebody will say, ah, I know. I, I used to remember those days when they look at us and say, these boys, they love God. Night vigil all the time. All the time they are praying. I used to remember we'll be walking, I'll be walking on the street and I'm praying in tongues. So one time somebody came looking for me, you know, from another townhood, a childhood friend. And then he didn't know where to get me in Lagos. You know how big Lagos is. Then he went to the market, a marketplace, and then he just began to talk about some boys like that. That they are, they, 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 those boys, they love God. They fast. They, they do this one. They do that one. So one of the person who was selling there, a young man, said, what you are describing is like, I know this boy so. Then he said, is it, one of them is fair, tall, lanky, slim. He said, yes, 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 yes. He's Bramaker now. He said, yes, how do you know him? Ah, uh, no. The same, because actually, the, the guy who he was just talking to in the market happens to be attending the same denomination I was attending, but another local church. But the fervency was so much that it was everywhere. We were everywhere. Everywhere they are holding any meeting, we were there. So I said, I know him now. That was how he was able to locate me. Now, somebody will look at that and say, no, no, they, they love God. They love God. That, that's not what it means to love God. That was just zeal. In fact, even that zeal, they touched your heart. They helped you. They helped you. It's a preparation. It's good. I'm not against it. It's good. But that is really not what it means to love God. You can't even love God. Until God, I love the way he said, you have not the love of God in you. Meaning you have to have something in you. I don't fool myself. One of the things I try to do is that where I know, say I know rich. I'll tell myself I know rich there. Most of it is, 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 is easier. Please don't misunderstand me. It's not, it's not a... It's not, I don't know how to put it. It's not um, a doctrine per se, but I'm just being frank with you. I, because of the little journey I've had, I find it easier to say, Jesus, I love you. <laughs> I can say, Father, I love you. Or, God, I love you. I can say it with my mouth. But to be candid with you, when I say it, the feeling I have in my soul, there is a gap. That's what I mean. I like being sincere. I know there's a gap. And that gap in itself is, is, is a whole lot. It's eternity. <laughs> Mommy said it's eternity. So when I, I no, it's not just I love you, God. 
Just lift your hands and say, God, I love you. Check your spirit, your heart. Not basically your spirit now, your heart. Because your spirit actually has capacity to love God. But your heart, which is your soul, check it is there. When I say, Jesus, I love you, there's a feeling I have. There's a feeling I have I can't deny. I must tell you the truth. There's a feeling I have in my heart that I can't deny. There's a feeling of nearness. There's a feeling of closeness that I have that I can't deny. That I don't have with God yet. And the reason is that they need to put something in me. They need to put things in me. They need to put things in me. Until those things are put in me, I cannot claim to love God. You don't know what that thing is. Because in claiming to love God, they will bring the standards of God. When we say, I love God, it's his judgment, his standards. His commandment. You know, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandment. I also know that that is the same with God. God will tell you, if you, <laughs> you love me, my my keep my judgment. Okay. It's only Christ that I know that can tell God, I love you. But look at love at Gethsemane. Miss Edward sang a song, What Does Love Look Like? Look at love at Gethsemane. That was what it meant to love God. Are you understanding what I'm saying now? So that you will not misunderstand me when I say, don't, don't, I'm not saying I don't love God. I'm not saying that I can't say, God, I love you, but I'm just telling you the, the reality of what I feel inside of me. Uh, when I say there's a gap. That this being I'm talking to. If he measures out his. What his love commandment. Because love is not without commandment. A new commandment have I given unto you. A new commandment have I given unto you. That you should love. Look at it. First John chapter 2. Brethren I. No, no, no. Verse 7. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which you have heard from the beginning. The old commandment is the word. Are you seeing it? This old commandment is the word which ye have heard from the beginning. Then now, verse, verse 8. Again, a new commandment I write unto you. Why? Which thing is true? So you see, this commandment is thing. Is thing that has to now be put in you. Now, the, there was a commandment you obeyed. There was a commandment you obeyed that you have done. Let, let me just calibrate it this way. The other commandment was Christ's commandment. You've done it. But here... I'm giving you, he said, I, and I said again, a new commandment I write unto you. Which thing is a thing? Which thing is true in him? Which thing is true in him? 
Are you seeing where this thing is? He's in. He's in. Because he may kept his angel spirit, which is true in him and in you. Now, when he said it's, it's true in him and in you, now I don't think it's generally it's a general statement because it's not yet, it might not be yet true in me. How do I know? The next statement. Because darkness is past. And the true light now shineth. Then he now began to explain it, the, the next verse. He that saith he is in that light that shineth and hateth. Meaning he still have capacity. He's not in that light. As long as you still have that capacity to hate, you're not in that light. So you can say, I am in that light. This is what I'm saying. God, I love you. I ought to walk as he walks. If I say I walk as he walks and see how propensity to hate my brother, then I am not in that light. Because I'm not walking in that light. He that said he abided in him ought himself to do what? To walk even as he walked. Now, what will make you walk as he walked is because a walk has been done in you. A new commandment, which thing is a thing? Which thing is true in him? Which thing is true in him? Meaning it has to be made true in me and in you. Amen. Amen. So I simply put it this way, that this what we call love, love, or excellent love, is excellent law. Excellent law. Is excellent law. Love, love, is the, I'll call it the, Operating principle that is in God is a law that is in God. A law that is operational in God. Now when they take that <clears throat> when they take that law and put it in a man then that man can love walk as God does. So it's an Operation that is in God. First and foremost, is an operation that is in God. Is a law. Just like Femi also mentioned it in uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. He said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law, the law, the law, the law, the law. Of the spirit of life in, are you seeing it? In Christ Jesus. He's always in. You don't have the love of God in you. 
The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of the spirit of life. So we now want to understand what is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. There's a law that is in Christ. There's a law called Christ. There's a law that formed Christ. There's an operation that is in Christ. There is an operation that is in Christ. If a man has that operation, if a man has that law, then that man is his. When we look at 1 Timothy, I think 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 14. Quickly, if you have that. 1 Timothy 1.14. He said, Yeah, 14. He said, And the grace of our Lord Jesus was exceeding abundant with faith and love. Which is where? Well, what is in Christ Jesus? What is in Christ Jesus? You know the way these things are, are spoken? They are spoken in such a way that you... If you is coded, you can just think faith and love. Faith. What is faith? Faith, believing God. Just believing God for your needs to be made. No. Faith is a law. It's an operation. We having the same spirit of faith. Faith. Faith is a law. Anyone that that law has been wrought in becomes spirit in a measure. Faith makes you spiritual. Meaning faith makes you spirit. So if faith makes you spirit, then it means faith is a law. Now that faith has its coefficient, which is love. The love of that faith. The love of that faith. So what is in Christ Jesus is faith and love. That is the name of the law that is in Christ. It's a law. That's why Colossians will say, Let the words of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the words of Christ, Colossians chapter 3 verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So it needs to dwell not sparingly, richly. Let it dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns, and spiritual. He's able to bring forth spiritual song because he has been made spiritual. Singing with grace because the heart has been worked on. The heart has been tampered with. The heart is no longer carnal. You won't sing like this. You won't sing, you won't sing spiritual songs. You won't sing with grace if you are not spiritual. If you have not, if you've not been made spirits. Thank you. So I love that. Let the word of Christ. So there is a word called the word of Christ. You, you can hear teachings. Now, when you're hearing teachings, what you're actually trying to hack into is what is called the word of Christ. You know, when he was saying, he said, if any man heareth my word and keepeth them, 
So you will hear and you will keep. That, there's something he calls my word. My word. My word is my law. And when I am teaching, I'm teaching from that law. I'm springing from that law. That is my word. Just like the angels also have their word. Their word. If the word spoken by angels, we are steadfast. Now what made it steadfast is not just because they said it. It came as a result of a law. It's coming from a law. I don't know if you're following me tonight. It's coming from a law. If the word spoken by angels, we are steadfast. So they have their own word. They have their own word, which they speak. Their own word is their own law. Amen. 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 So Christ also has his own word. That is the word of Christ. And he said, let it, let it dwell in you richly. Not small, richly. Now when it dwells in you richly, I love this. He said to the, 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 the Jews that believed in him, that was in First John, you know, when he was teaching. He said, he said to the Jews that believed in him, if you continue in my word, are you seeing it? Do you notice it's not words? It's word. So it is something. It's a thing. It's a particular thing. It's law. If you continue, now, he said to the Jews, which believed in him, or which believed on him. Now, if they believed on him, that it means they heard him. Yes, They've been hearing him say many things, and he has been able to get them to the place where they could believe him. But that is not enough. You've not hacked into my word just because you believed what I'm saying. If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. So, for you to be a disciple, you must have been one who had come into that dimension where you are able to hack into what I call my word. Then are ye my disciples indeed. You're not my disciple if you don't have my word. Meaning something would have already begun to happen to you. One time the Holy Ghost told me something while I was looking at the issue of a disciple, what a disciple is. I'll just, I, I, I began to look at it from, you know, the issue of authority. So, the Holy Ghost just gave me a definition. He said, a disciple, and that changed my whole perspective, my whole, this thing about discipleship. He said, a disciple is one who relinquishes his life and takes the life of another which is being communicated to him, which is not the life of that person, but the life of the person who communicated it to that person. I don't know if you're following me. That which you have heard of me from many, among many witnesses, this commit to faithful men which are able to teach others. Paul was telling Timothy. So, uh, what, what was he hearing from Paul? He was hearing from Paul what Paul received from Christ. So Christ, Paul relinquished his life to take the life of Christ. 
And so, so he expected Timothy to also relinquish his, to also be able to take the life that Paul has taken. So at the end of the day, we all have the same life. Then we can be called disciples. I don't know whether you understand me. Then the, the in Alshon he said, then ye shall know the truth. That's when you will be my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth. You shall know the truth. You shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. What the truth will make you free from is from another law. Truth, truth is the, I'll call it the teachings of the, the bringing together of the learning of a law. A law has things that make it up. What makes it up is the truth of that law. A lie is also <laughs> the, I'll call it a lie, is the truth of a law. Are you understanding it? Lie, when you hear lie, it's not just a, a lie as in, no, it's, it's, it's also a kind of information. It's a kind of teaching, a, you know, bringing in of things together, which eventually will craft a law. Amen. 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 All right. I think I should begin to round up now. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, the law, what is in Christ Jesus, is faith and love. Can you say faith and love? Now, I said to you, faith, we, faith will, if you do faith, you will become spiritual. You will be made spirit. Now, in that dimension of faith, there are, I'll call it, three tiers of spirits. Three stages of spirituality or spiritual uh, 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 spirit content. You know, we have wine. We have wine on the lees. Then we will have wine well refined. I don't know if you're following me. We have wine. Then we have wine on the lees. Then we have wine well refined. Now, when you're seeing charity, charity is wine well refined. Faith is wine. Wine is spirit. Amen. Is wine not spirit? Not fruit juice. Wine. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Fruit juice is not wine. For you to be wine, you have to have spirit. Faith is wine. Hope is wine on the lees. Because he's hoping. Then charity is wine on the lees, well refined. So, by the time you're getting to charity, you are a full Christ spirit. You are a full Christ spirit. You become fully Christ spirit. So, you, you, there you have the law of Christ operating in you. Amen. Amen. But that is a level. Here, what we are basically discussing is the excellent love or the excellent way of love. 
the excellent way of love. That's another high level of spirit. Oh my God. Hallelujah. God now I know. So eternal life. Now wine. Now spirit. If they give it to you to drink, you won't recover. You know, there are wine you drink after a while, you know, you recover, you have hangover, you have all of that. If you drink God, you can't come out of it. That is why you can't go no more out. <laughs> you can't go no more out. He that overcome will not make a pillar in the temple of my God. That was God. And he shall go no more out. You can't recover from God. The day you drink God as wine, you will not recover. It's not possible for you to recover from God. That's why God will not just give that wine to anybody. So he would have made you spirit, 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 spirit. And make you fully Christ's spirit. Then it's only Christ's spirit that can take that cup. You know he took the cup. Are you following what I'm saying? He took the cup. He took the cup. And when he took that cup, oh, that was a breakthrough into another dimension. He didn't come back again. He didn't come back again. He broke into another realm altogether. He could not come out again. He can't recover from it. You would drink God. I'm saying you would drink God. And when you drink God, you will never recover from him again. That I may be found in him. So you will be in him. Now, you will be in him because his law, which is his spirit, is now dwelling in you. His spirit is now abiding in you. Ha! Huh. That's a great thing. For the spirit of God to now abide in me. When we say spirit of God, I'm not just talking about the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about the law that is operational in God. To now be in a man. That man, I remember one of the meetings, I think that was, uh, was it the last day of Believers Convention or one of the nights that daddy taught? He got to a point, I was seeing it. He was describing that realm. He said it's a realm of utmost selflessness. I don't know if you if you listen to the message, you remember. He said it's a realm of utmost selflessness. What I could just see is that I, what I was picturing was a man who does not have an idea of himself. You know, there's a way we are into ourselves. You're still conscious of yourself, so you are able to keep, keep back, you know. But what made God give? What made him create? What made him pour out in abundance? What even informed him to give eternal life? 
If I were God, I wouldn't give eternal life. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's enough that I made you. And I planted a garden and put you. It's enough I furnished it and I made it, you know, look nice for you. And then you did something wrong. Eh, I will just, you know, still make out something for you. But to give you what I eat. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. To give you my life. God is selfless. There's no man that can do it. God is selfless. It's a realm of utmost selflessness. Meaning, there, when a man gets there, you are, you know, the training of it is in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Can we just look at it finally before I, I hand over? 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I think the Lord has just helped me to say a few words that will enable us. I'm sure by the day mommy is teaching, mommy will open it and tear it very well so that we are. <laughs> Mommy's, mommy's teaching, I'm, I'm waiting for it. Pastor Thompson will give us, you know, his own hammer tomorrow. And then mommy will, mommy always comes with needle. I don't know. He will find it out wherever it is. By the time he finishes with you. Amen. Praise God. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'm just trying to define the topic so that others, when they come, they will further, you know. But 1 Corinthians chapter 13, look at verse, chapter 12, the last verse. But covet earnestly the best gifts. And yet, show I you a more excellent way. Can you say a more excellent way? Now, this is way. So, charity is way to the more excellent realm. So, I mean, they begin to train you. So, when you're seeing in, the, in, in chapter 13 is, is training of charity. The whole essence of charity is so that you can... Believe all things. Verse 7. Verse 7. Give me verse 7. We'll come back to verse 7. We'll just touch here and there because I may not be able to read all of them. Verse 7. Um, verse 6. It's talking about charity. Charity does not rejoice. No, 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 no. Charity, or well, let's start from that verse 4 so that it can flow. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envied not. Charity vaunted not itself. Charity is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Are you seeing that? That's charity. So they are still they are just teaching you because you're coming to the realm of utmost selflessness. So charity will begin to teach you even how not to seek your own. To deliver man from this thing. So let's not even boast that we've done charity well. We've done charity well when you can show forth a conversation that is not self-seeking. That's when you can say you've done charity well. 
You've done charity well when you're, you, I think in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7, saying the end of all things is near. Then verse 8, he now said, verse 8, he said, above all things, above all things, have fervent charity. That's when you can say charity, you've done charity well. Have fervent charity. So that's the excellent way. Now the essence of charity, I'm rounding up because of time. The essence of charity is this. Verse 7 of 1 Corinthians. Charity beareth all things. Now this realm of all, when you're saying all things, all things are of God. Is the realm of God. Charity beareth all things. Now these all things, you can't bear all things if you've not borne all things of charity. If, if you've not borne all things of charity commandment, which is to bear all things, bear ye one another's burden. Bear ye one another. Now charity will prepare you. Now when you're doing that, what is actually happening to you is that they are stretching you. They are stretching you so that you, you, will be, you will have capacity to bear all things God. Charity beareth all things. Believeth all things. You need to believe all things. You know when you are hearing this, especially when you begin to hear this dimension of God. You're almost like, it's, it sounds almost unbelievable. You don't have capacity because charity has not trained you to believe. Charity will train, stretch you to believe all things. Charity hopeth all things. Then charity endureth all things. So I put it this way. The essence of charity is to train you for all things. And all things is not everything. All things of God. Then in Revelation he said, He that overcometh shall inherit all things. Now you know Paul began to explain it when he was going down. When I was a child, I taught like a child. So there was a child. Then there was... Uh, a time when I, I saw, you know, as in a glass. Verse 12. For now we see through a glass, darkly. Now another word for that darkly is in a riddle. But there is the den. That den is the excellent realm. Now in, in parts. But then I... Then shall I know, even as I am known. So there is the excellent realm. Amen. There is the excellent realm. That excellent realm is the realm of all things. And that realm of all things is the realm of God. That realm, I want to say that, is a realm that is higher than the excellent ones. In this present creation. 
You know the excellent ones? Cherubims that excel. Excel in strength. They excel in strength. It means that they have capacity for excellency. But God is the most excellency. His own realm is most excellent realm. He's a realm that angels can't even come. So what I just see that gladdens my heart is that hatred is not excellent. Amen. Hatred is not what? It's not excellent. It has limitation. It has limitation. Where our substances are coming from, this excellent realm, may, may we have had to journey. May God grant us grace not to turn back, but to journey, believing all things, enduring all things, bearing all things, moving towards those all things. Because the realm where he's coming from is the realm of the most excellent. May we have capacity to hope all things. We break into it. When we break into it, amen. amen. When we break into it, that's the realm where they say, God is light. In him is no darkness at all. There, there is no darkness at all. It's face to face. There is no darkness at all. Because there is just light. It's just light. There is no darkness. And that is when I shall know. <laughs> there are things that are there to be known. Or you need to know. Right now I see no in parts. Meaning I'm still seeing in dark, uh, you know, darkly. I'm still seeing in riddle, but then it will be face to face. I will know as I am known. Can I say something to you? Because I know some will be listening to me and they say, This thing you're describing is it real? Yes. 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 I used to tell myself, if I fellowship with the things of Christ, and the things of Christ has imparted me so much. And then I've crafted in a little measure. I will not lie. I think somewhere I, I have Christ small. <laughs> no, mommy. I don't have Christ like you have. Because I know you are. You, mommy, you've done Christ. I'm, I'm following you. I'm watching you. Now, I, I believe I've, I have Christ small. Christ's nature small. Now, if that is possible... Just by bringing in of thoughts of Christ, things of Christ, then it means this one is equally real. It's possible. It's possible that the laws of God can be in a man. That the laws of God can be in a man. I can have God. Hey, hey, I can have God. I can have God. Meaning a man can have God. What a great honor. So I now understand what Jesus meant when he was telling him. He said, you receive honor from men. Yes. I don't receive honor that comes from men. Uh -uh. I receive honor from God. 
You know, when you receive honor, to receive honor from God is for God to honor you with his things. God will, this is a season of great honor. This is a season of lifting. It's a season of great honor. Well, these topics are not just coming because we are looking for one thing that is lost. No, it's heaven's declaration. It's heaven, I'm, 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 just, I'm just watching the, the messages that will come from this, you know, this meeting. It's heaven declaring and the realm they are declaring from that realm, things that are coming from there, has ability to form God in a man. Just, just be collecting and be keeping be doing it. When you collect, do it. Seek to do it. Before you know what is happening, you just discover that I don't begin get God. I don't get God small. And then I, I, I can go further to get, you know the end of it? Paul, Paul preached it in Ephesians chapter 3 that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. It's possible if it is not possible, he wouldn't have said it, that he might be filled with all the fullness of God. I want to be filled with all the fullness of God. I don't know about you, but I want to come to the place of fullness of God. Can we begin to pray? Let's make it our prayer that in this meeting, all the things that will be declared, Lord, you give me capacity to believe in them. I'll be able to hope all things, believe all things, endure all things. I'll be able to endure all things. All things. Because when you're saying all things, all things are of God. It's not all things, everything. It's the things of God. They are the things that are called all things. A man can inherit all things. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. I want to inherit all things. I want to inherit God. Oh, Matas, Matas, Larasta, Berekata, Sibarata, Libarata, Lebarata, Siebarata, Liebarata, Latte, Basiana, Barandieste, Kali, Jeleveteli, Elesaki, Ladia, Brenahati Adehi, Brenahati Adehi, Brenahati Adehi, Brenahati Adehi. Paruna de ti este, cradiana helegaru asta, yele diara dahate. Oh, I pray, I pray, oh Lord, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray for everyone. I pray for all my brethren. I pray for all of us. I ask, oh God, that you will help us. That in this season, in this season, we will hear, we will hear, we will hear as we ought to. We will receive as we ought to. We will obey. We will obey. We will take heed. We will not be dull of hearing. 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 We will receive our pains. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. Amen. I would like mommy to just pray for us. I mean, can you pray for us finally? The microphone. Hallelujah. Father, we give glory to your name. We adore you. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for the light that you brought to us. 
Thank you for clarity. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for what you are doing, what you are set to do in us at this season. Lord, we thank you because we know that this light is not coming for fun. It's not coming to just give us another revelation level, but it's coming to accomplish a work in us. Lord, I pray, God Almighty, for everyone that has heard this message and the other messages that will come, that the work that is meant to be accomplished at this season, no one will fall short of this work. In the name of Jesus, your words that will come will take us to another level. In the name of Jesus, these words, oh God, they will make add to the building blocks in our hearts, in our souls. They will raise us. They will raise us to where the next level where you want us to be raised to in the name of Jesus. They will not come back to you void. They will accomplish the reason for which you are sending these words in this season in the name of Jesus. Your work will be accomplished even by the word that is being sent in every soul, every heart, oh God, at the end of this meeting who will all come out anew, who will come out strong, who will come out exalted above where we were before we entered this conference in the name of Jesus. Glory be to your name, O God. Thank you because your word is quick, it is powerful. We exalt your name, O God. We bless you. Thank you for your servant you have used. Lord, we ask, O God, that you bless him the more, that you visit him the more, O God. Elevate him, exalt him the more. In the name of, bring him to the finish. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen.